I'm with Sean Houlihan and I'm talking to Sean and his two sons, Kieran and Paddy. Uh, and we're talking about uh, your father, Sean, uh, who was involved in 1916. My father took part as a, as a Fianna boy in the uh, whole gun running. And he was actually unload, helped unload the guns off the Ascar down at Hoth. And you could see him in the picture, the famous picture of them reaching down for their guns. He's the man with the bugle on his shoulder. And that's still very yeah. evident around the place, like that picture. It was their job to go out and, uh, with the volunteers at the time. And uh, as I understand it from his story, was that his job was to run down the pier in Holt, blow the bugle when he saw the Asgard coming, and then the rest of the troops came down to unload the, the, the Asgard. So that, that's all I know now. How There seems to be different stories since then that I've heard, but certainly my father would have told me that he, he never realised how pier was so long that he had to run down it and then sound the bugle to tell them the Asgard was coming in and then they moved up along the pier. I suppose it was not to bring the troops onto the pier before they... Yeah. To, to arouse uh, suspicious of the... I see, yes. Yeah. It was a, an extraordinary thing for a young lad to do, though, wasn't it? I keep wondering how he got involved in it, actually. <laughs> Where was he in 1916? Uh, he was in the Four Courts Garrison. He, they, uh, himself, Gary, and... A, a, I don't know how many others raided the magazine fort early in the morning of uh, Easter Monday. Monday, and uh, they then came down the keys with the, they got some arms and ammunition in the magazine fort. They didn't get the main fort, and they tried to blow it up, and it didn't actually blow up. And then they came down the keys, and he joined the uh, four courts garrison under Ned Daly, and uh, he then fought in the. North Brunswick Street, King Street area, uh, right through to the surrender. And during that period, uh, they they were they had a fairly fierce battle going on there. And he became some I forget the name of the man that was was shot. Laffin. La- Laffin. Laffin. He was the captain, and then my father was apparently elected captain of the group there then, and he. Uh, commanded them for uh, a couple of days and then actually negotiated the surrender. Uh, he insisted on getting the signed note from Pierce, uh, which Father Augustine or Father Aloysius, I'm not sure which, brought to him. And it was then that he surrendered. And there's a very interesting article in on Toglock uh, about uh, that whole episode in the North Brunswick Street area and the talk or the speech or the delivery my father gave when they surrendered for it. He said it was the hardest task they had to do was to actually surrender. And he then marched them off to Richmond Parks, I think it was, that they actually were brought to for, uh, well, they then were all marched off to Frankock the next day or the day after or something like that. Okay, so he wouldn't have been court-martialed. He was was just piled on a boat and sent off to England. Yeah, that's it, yeah, that's right, yeah, yeah. yeah. were there any letters sent home uh, when he was in Frongok? Yeah, yeah we just, just found one recently. The Capuchins just found one to Father Albert, I think Albert, it was, yeah. from your dad in July 1916. Um, and we didn't know about that, didn't know that existed. So he would have been aged just 18. And it was just a letter back, because they were very friendly with the Capuchin priests on Church Street. And they actually fought in Church Street as well. So it would have been, the Capuchins were very friendly with the revolutionaries before, and the Fianna, 
uh, so he would have known them all and then coincidentally he fought in that area as well but the letter from Frangoch to Father Albert just saying that they're saying their prayers, learning Irish and in good spirits yeah. and that's in July 16th, so that's the earliest letter I think we have yeah. What was your mother's maiden name? Harper, Josie Harper and they lived in um, John Dillon Place but she had she she had been a captain in coming on, so nationalism was very important in in the family. I mean, we were brought up very nationalistically, like you know what I mean. <laughs> and Dev was my mother's god, like you know what I mean. I mean, he was yeah. walked on water, like you know, as far as my mother was concerned. And they didn't they didn't stay politically active in my in my term. Like I mean, they had connections, all right. Like I mean, they. Um, my father, for instance, he was in the border works when we went, and then Oscar Trainer, who was Minister of Defence at the time during the emergency, brought my father into the army as a commandant, yeah. and he commanded the construction corps down in the Curra camp. He was the only senior or senior officer to be brought in, which upset a lot of the regular army at the time. But he was brought in at a senior rank, 